0: You're listening to Nursing Review Radio.
1: I'm health editor Dallas Bastian and I'm joined by Vlado Perkovic, Executive Director of the George Institute for Global Health, to discuss the report Putting the Consumer First, Creating a Consumer-Centred Health System for a 21st Century Australia. Welcome Vlado.
0: Thank you very much, glad to be here.
1: The report puts forward eight recommendations gathered from a roundtable of over 35 health experts hosted by the George Institute for Global Health and Consumers Health Forum of Australia. Why did the two groups decide to hold this roundtable? Why is it important right now?
0: And so health is um, something that's obviously very important to all of us. Um, And it's an area that's undergoing potentially a lot of change at the moment. There are a whole series of different reviews currently underway, um, the primary healthcare review. We heard last week about new approaches to managing um, chronic care uh, by redesigning GP payments. There are changes underway in mental health um, around digital health. There's a whole range of things that are, are currently being looked at with a view to updating and modernising Australia's healthcare system.
1: Um, And all of those are
0: very important. But one of the things we were concerned to ensure was that the consumer or the people who use the health system were the primary consideration in any changes that were made. In other words, we want to make sure that any changes to the system make it a better experience for the people using the system. And that hasn't always been... um, necessarily the first consideration in designing aspects of the healthcare system, and we think it really needs to be.
1: What were some of the key concerns raised by roundtable attendees?
0: Yeah, so there was a number of um, of issues flagged. There were a number of um, experiences shared. People talked about um, difficulty getting access to healthcare and long waiting times for um, appointments, uh, long waiting times when they got to appointments and um, the fact that they uh, often didn't get as much information about um, the things that were wrong with them or the issues that they had um, and the ways to treat them as they would. They didn't feel empowered necessarily to look up uh, um, their own health care and um, they felt that there were some providers who were fantastic at um, engaging with um, Patients and users in, in an appropriate way that really enabled their better participation, whereas others um, were, were less so, and that there wasn't necessarily uh, training, and also that many of the decisions that were made about um, changes in the way healthcare is delivered are being made um, with the primary consideration being, you know, perhaps cost, sometimes um, efficiency of the health service, but that often the perspective came from those who were um, working in the health system rather than those who are using it, whereas the latter is, uh, in our view, the, the priority that we should really focus on.
1: The first of the eight recommendations in the report is to develop a national vision for Australia's health 2025 through COAG. What should this cover?
0: Yeah, so We think it's a time for us as a country to talk about what sort of health system we want and what sort of outcomes we expect and and really focusing on the fact that um, the uh, key goals of the health system are to improve um, the lives of all Australians um, and that we should really put that at the centre of the vision that it's not about creating a a business or an enterprise or or employment primarily but primarily it's about um, improving the health and well-being of individuals and, and of the people who use the health system, and that all the other parts of the health system should really sit about that. And we thought it was um, it would be an important thing for all Australian governments um, to do uh, to say uh, express the fact that this is really the core of our health system, and this is what we want to be the focus of our health system going forward.
1: You would also like to see consumer-centred professional practice, a core healthcare professional competency in education. Where does the onus for, for this lie? Who should be taking note of this recommendation?
0: Yeah, it's it's a really important aspect, we think. there, As I said earlier, there are many um, doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals of all sorts who are fantastic at engaging with consumers in the way that um, people who, who use the health system really want to um, engage but there are others who who don't have necessarily the same levels of skill and who were never taught the sorts of skills that are required to um, really implement consumer-centered um, healthcare and to, to achieve that we really need to help upskill those people providing healthcare and, and that's all aspects of healthcare. It's not just um, the doctors and nurses but it's the allied health professionals, it's the receptionists, it's um, everyone involved in healthcare so it's a, a very broad range of people and it's also broad in terms of the extent because it's it's something that for example we could um, should be built into university courses and training courses now for the healthcare professionals of the future but equally needs to be made available to um, people who are already practicing so as well as Um, involving universities and colleges and and other training institutions, we think it's really important for the professional bodies to take some responsibility um, for helping upskill existing practitioners um, and providing them resources and courses and training that they can access to give them the skills to really engage with um, people using the healthcare system in a 21st century fashion.
1: Another recommendation surrounded ensuring that consumer experience drives the health system by routinely measuring patient experiences and outcomes and making that information publicly available. Why is this an important measure and what are some of the potential barriers to this?
0: Uh, as someone who um, is a, a doctor working in the system at the moment, uh, you know, I can say from personal experience that it's often very easy to focus on the blood test results or um, the x-rays or the uh, numbers of heart attacks and, and all of those things are important. But sometimes we um, forget and leave behind the other, uh, if you like, softer aspects of the experience of people of, of healthcare that are at least as important to them. Um, the quality of information, the quality of communication, the way they feel, um, these things are uh, we've learned at least as important to the people using the health system, but aren't really measured in a routine way. Other countries are doing this now. In the UK, for example, um, health services are routinely collecting information from patients about, you know, whether they found the um, engagement with the health system um, enjoyable, useful. Um, whether it helped them um, in in a broad range of ways beyond some of the more concrete ways that we're used to dealing with. And we think that's um, something that we need to bring into our system. We need to start measuring some of these um, outcomes and also then making them available because uh, the nature of the interaction with the healthcare provider is often at least as important to the um, consumer as as some of the other measures that uh, that we use and therefore... And people often would like to use those sort of outcomes, you know, um, in making decisions. Uh, Were previous users of that health system happy with the way they were treated and the whole process, um, as well as the outcomes? And by having all of that information available to them, we think that consumers can make properly informed decisions and increase the likelihood that they get a service, which is the sort of service that they expected.
1: What other changes would you like to see take hold on the back of this report?
0: Yeah, so uh, firstly, we think it's time, um, and this has started to a degree, but we think it's really important that there's a a broader cultural change throughout the healthcare system, which is often focused on um, costs. It's often focused on the pressures on staff. Um, It's often focused on the um, need for more resources, and these things are important. But we mustn't lose... Sight of the fact that primarily um, and first and foremost, we're there to improve health and outcomes for the people, the consumers who use the system. So, getting that message um, really permeating throughout throughout all aspects of the healthcare system, we think is is really important. Upskilling consumers um, is also really important. Providing, um, getting people more involved in decisions about how health services are provided in running hospitals, in running health healthcare services and providing that real consumer perspective. But to do that, we need to make sure people have the skills and the resources they need to contribute in, an import, in a, a meaningful way. So getting some um, training for people involved in healthcare who aren't. Um, healthcare professionals but our consumers we think would be um, also really important. And helping people get access to their information, um, their own healthcare records, information about what's happened to them, um, what the results of various things that they've had done to them have been, um, so that they can share that information with other healthcare providers that they see down the track, but also so that they can take greater ownership and responsibility for their own health um, and uh, make decisions based on the inf- on the full information about how they uh, manage their own health. There, there are a few of the other key aspects that we think are really important to look at moving forward.
1: Thank you for your time, Vlado.
0: Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks very much for your interest.